The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, if, if you were at the service yesterday, um, shout hallelujah. Okay, um, you would, you, I'm sure you are super excited, you know, this morning. God is, 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 is set to do awesome things in our lives. You know, however, I just need to say, I, I need to say it yesterday and I will say it again today. You know, if it is in your life, and I'm quoting um, Cobham's when he came to minister here. If it is in your life and it doesn't give God praise, it is absolutely worthless. No matter what it is, if it is in your life and it doesn't give God praise. So, what all that God will do in your life today, I pray in the name of Jesus, it will not become an idol. Say amen. Come on. That you will return it back to God in worship. Praise the name of the Lord. We are in part six of Unstoppable. In part one, we looked at sorting out internal showstoppers. In part two, we looked at the power of we. In part three, we we looked at you being unstoppable. In part four, we looked at the hidden force of humility. In part five, yesterday, at the first worship experience, we looked at Ebenezer. And in part six, today, it's actually an, um, a, a, a declaration, a prophetic declaration and over your life, over my life, and it is no more Mara. Yeah. No more Mara. Praise the name of the Lord. And in the third worship experience, we would have part seven. Amen. Exodus 15, 22 to 27. You know this story, but I'll read it. A lot of you may know this story, rather. It says, Then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shaw. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. When they came to the oasis of Mara, the water was too bitter to drink. So they called the place Mara, which means bitter. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink? They demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. And the Lord showed him a piece of wood. Moses threw it into the water. And this made the water good to drink. It was there at Mara that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. He said, if you will listen carefully 
to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent to the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. After leaving Marath, the Israelites traveled unto the oasis of Elim, where they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees. And they camped there beside the water. What would you do if it were you? <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Verse 23 says that when they came to the oasis of Mara, the water was too bitter to drink. So they called the place Mara, meaning bitter. Today, God is going to turn every bitter water in your life into sweetened waters. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Proverbs 27, 7. Proverbs 27, 7. It's a principle of life, actually. And, 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 and we, we know that a full soul loatheth an honeycomb, but the hungry soul, to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. But you see, the water was so bitter that even though they have been hungry for water, for three days... It's easier to stay off food for three days than to stay off water for three days. They've been hungry for water for three days. And they saw a body of water and they dashed and and they, 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 they drank of it and it was bitter. But you see, even though the Bible says that if you are really, really hungry, there's something that is bitter becomes sweet. This one was too bitter to become sweet. It was bitter and it remained bitter. (laughs) Praise the name of the Lord. So that may describe certain aspects of our lives. The water was supposed to refresh them. But it was extremely bitter. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, everything good that has been bitter, will be sweetened. Every issue of your life will cease to be bitter and will become sweetened in the mighty name of Jesus. You see, God sometimes makes something bitter or smell repulsively to protect us, you know. So when something is poisonous, you know, God can allow it to be bitter so that when you taste it, you will not desire it, you know. That's the flip side of it. Now, I am praying in the name of Jesus that everything that is poisonous to your destiny, God will cause it to be bitter to you. Everything that is poisonous to the fulfillment of your destiny, God will make it undesirable to you. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want to say this with... Because I struggled with it, with some... um, 
all the humility I can muster. And I'm praying that you hear it as God wants you to hear it. You see, today, my assignment is to speak some things that will be rooted and established in your life. I have my instructions and they are pretty clear. And if you've been with us for a while, you know that we don't say stuff when God has not sent us to say stuff. And he said I should say this for you because it's not for me. Because I said to him, I already know, I, I, I don't need to say it. And, you know, because I struggled with it, like I said. But he said to say it. Not every um, you know there are fivefold main fivefold ministry. You have the, the apostles, you have the evangelists, you have the prophets, you have the pastors, you have the teachers, right? Ephesians 4. Not every pastor is a man of God. Do you know that? Oh, you know that already. And not many men of God, men of God exist. Now, it is not a belittling of calling. It is a different assignment. Men of God are patriarchal. They originate um, movements. You need to receive them so that what they are bringing can land in your life. Praise the name of the Lord. Today, I am speaking as a man of God. Now, now, you know, God knew I was struggling with this, to say it. And he said to me, but, but I did it first. You know, I'm like, where? You know, Luke 4, 18. Jesus stood, says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to, and went on and on and on and on. And verse 21, he said, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your, in your eyes. Now, if you sit, if you are the Pharisees and you are sitting down, how would that sound to you? This boy is just self-serving. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, everything that has been bitter in your life will be turned into sweetened waters. In the mighty name of Jesus. There are some maras specifically that I have been told to speak about. And listen, 
to them carefully. The first is the Mara of no helper. The Mara of no helper. Today, that Mara will be turned into sweetened waters in the mighty name of Jesus. The Mara of, of no helper. Second Kings 14, 26. For the Lord saw the bitter suffering of everyone in Israel and that there was no one in Israel, slave or free, to help them. When you are living and you don't have help, things are going to be tough. But today you will get help. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are going to get help. You are where you are today because somebody helped you. You Listen, you could not have gotten to where you are today because if nobody helped you. I am where I am today because somebody helped me. And I have been sent to help you. Praise the name of the Lord. From a spiritual standpoint, you know, I'm here to, today because somebody helped me. I, I told you about my late pastor. He helped me. He, he, he activated what God had deposited in me. There are many people roaming about full of potential with no help. There are many businesses that are struggling. All you need is just one help. And that help will come in the name of Jesus. And the best helps are not necessarily tangible. You know, I talked about the help I received from from my late pastor back back then. They are not necessarily tangible. In fact, when when he sent, when when he told told me to go and start a church. He said, I'm not going to give you a cobble. He said, I'm not going to give you one naira. And he didn't give me one naira. Imagine. <laughs> I thought it was wicked. You know? But he, he wanted to give me what money could not buy. He wanted to teach me that, listen, if you have the blessing and you don't have naira, the blessing will produce wealth. If you have money and you don't have the blessing, the money will cause trouble and it will be diminished. Many of us have been asking God, help me. And God is saying to you, you will receive help. The way help works is this. It's, it's, it's favor. It is, it's undeserved. That is why it is help. If it's something you can really pay back, it's not help. It's, it's a transaction. Help is something that cannot be refunded. Help. True help. You know, we explained last week, you know, that 
Many times, we only look at ourselves. But God wants us to turn the focus. So, you have been asking, God, where are my helpers? And God is asking you, whose helper are you? You've been asking God, where am I helper? Where the help of my destiny? God says, whose destiny have you helped? Oh. So, so when you help other people's destinies, what happens? God send you helpers. And guess what? God also has a need you're going to see. When you be the helper for God, you will know people that when they cry, God won't answer. How do you know? When God has a need, they turn a deaf ear. They only satisfy their own desires and not God's need. When you do that, you enter a place where when you cry, God himself is saying, I'm looking. We sometimes are too introspective. We are, we are too, well, the best word is, without sounding abusive, selfish. There are people around us that need help. And God wants you to be the helper of those destinies. Praise the name of the Lord. So when you help others, God will help you in your life, in the name of Jesus. No more Mara. Yeah. You will be the answer to somebody's destiny yeah. and God will send you help yeah. from his sanctuary yeah. in the mighty name of Jesus. The second is the Mara of misstepping. The Mara of misstepping. If you look at Ruth chapter 1 verse 20, the background to this story is Ruth, beautiful woman, married Elimelech. Sorry, Naomi. Beautiful woman, married Elimelech. Great guy, full of potential. They were from Bethlehem. The house of bread. And because God was taking his people through a journey, they went through a patch that was uncomfortable and they misstepped. They went out of the house of bread to look for bread. And they moved into the Mara of misstepping. May you not move into the Mara of misstepping. Everyone in the matter of misstepping today, God will change it to sweetened waters in the mighty name of Jesus. So finally, Naomi came to her senses and said, we are here and God has remembered these people. God always remembers these people, always. God has remembered these people. And she says, I will swallow my pride. I will swallow my shame. I said I was checking out. Now I'm going to check back. So Naomi was on her way and they said, is that not Naomi? Naomi means the, the 
desirable, pleasant, beautiful. One to long after. And verse 20, she says, don't call me Naomi, she responded. Instead, call me Mara. For the Almighty, as you know, we blame a lot of things on the Almighty, has made my life very bitter. No, 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 no. You misstepped Naomi. Sorry. It's not God. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me home empty. Why call me Naomi? I think she was legit. She wasn't pretentious. When the Lord has caused me to suffer and the Almighty has sent such tragedy on me. And now, that was a woman that, a whole family that entered into the Mara of misstepping. They were following bread. Every time you make bread your compass, you are asking for trouble every time. Following bread can lead to bitterness. Every time you make economic decisions, your only barometer in life, you are asking for trouble. Every time you say, oh, how will this pay me? How will this? And you don't check. What is God saying? What is God saying? Years ago, about 12 years ago, or 13 years ago, things were, you know, pretty tough. <laughs> or rather, we thought things were pretty tough. <laughs> it's very interesting. And, you know, long story short, I'd done all my papers to get out of the country, you know, and Everything was set. I told you about my 3 a.m. wake-up calls. Do you remember? Not the Holy Ghost <laughs> that wakes me up. <laughs> so my wife wakes me up. Wake up! At 3 a.m. Hello, day. What is it? Sit down. Okay sat down. She says, of the bat, I need you to know that where we go and where we stay is your call. I will follow you anywhere. But I need you to look me in the eye and tell me that God has sent us on this journey. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it took me at least 15 months to gather those papers and to get to that place of checking out. And my wife says to me, I'm not fighting you. I just want you to look at me, Koro Koro, and tell me that God has sent you on this journey. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I was like, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> it was like they poured cold water on my body. That was the end of the journey. And we stayed there. <laughs> and we are glad we stayed. 
Praise the name of the Lord. You know, and my mom would say to me, oh, did you, did you see that? I mean, how did you know? And I don't know. But thank God for a good wife. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, some, some women are just, ah, is, that, is that where the pepper is? Ah, let's go. Ah, no, ah. Nobody has come to this world to suffer. You know, ah, you know. And the opportunities were huge. I can't, I can't even begin to tell you. But the fact that God wasn't leading us, we didn't take the step. And we are grateful to God for it. Praise the name of the Lord. Relocating just for economic reasons can be tragic. Can be tragic. There are some people you are about to step into the marrow of bitter waters. God has sent me to tell you today, don't do it. Some of us are in it already. God will change it into sweetened waters and redirect your steps in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, the amen needs to be stronger. You know, we need to be helping ourselves. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Now, the third Mara that I've been sent to speak into is the Mara of hard labor. The Mara of hard labor. Exodus 1 14. This where the children of Israel, God's own people, they were in bondage. They were in chains. They were in Egypt. They were going through hard labor. And verse 14 says, they made their lives bitter. The waters of their lives were bitter. They were sort of like Mara and forcing them to mix mortar and make bricks and do all the work in the field. They were ruthless in their demands. They were building for others to inhabit. They were planting vineyards for others to drink. The word of God to you today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every marrow of hard labor comes to an end. In the mighty name of Jesus. God will speak to every Pharaoh, let my people go. In fact, Part seven, the third worship experience, that's, that's what we are looking at. Focused on let my people go. If you, if you know, again, if you've been with us for a while, we do identical services. We do identical services, so nobody misses anything, right? But this weekend, you know, the Holy Spirit said, you know, all this, we need to, we need to deliver everything, you know, at once. <laughs> you know? So, I will encourage you, I know you've made your plans, it's okay. If you can Wait for the third service to help you. If you must go, God has blessed you already. And God's blessings will remain with you. In Jesus' name, just get the city. I would advise. But if I were you, I would stay. 
They were building houses for others. They were planting vineyards. And others were drinking the milk, the fruit. In Isaiah 65, 21, God says that is coming to an end today. And they shall build houses and inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. They shall not build for another to inhabit. Oh, they shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of the trees are, the days of my people and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Everywhere you have labored, you will eat the fruit of your labor. Going forward, going forward, everywhere that you have planted, that another is drinking, God will restore to you. In the name of Jesus. Every situation There's someone in this place. God says, I should say to you, no one will take your place. You've served your husband, the woman. No one will take your place. someone else in this place. You know, just this scripture. I mean, God just, you know, I, I, I see that a time you were shielding and you were protecting and you were shielding and you were protecting and the tree was growing and the tree was growing. Now the fruits are dangling and it's as if a, a wind came and you are now sleeping. Then other people are passing by and they're just plucking it. You will wake up. In the name of Jesus. And take charge of your vineyard. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. No more Mara. No more Mara, 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 no more Mara. No more Mara. In the name of Jesus. The fourth Mara. Interestingly, it's it's the Mara of God. You know, we've been talking about. Our own Mara, our own Mara, our own Mara. Now, it's the Mara of God. He says, does God have, can God have a Mara situation? Apparently. Apparently he does. I, Isaiah chapter 5, 1 to 4. God is saying, says, now I will sing for the one I love. God is saying, this song is to the one I love. And I love a song about his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a rich and fertile hill. 
He plowed the land, cleared its stones, and planted it with the best vines. In the middle, he built a watchtower and carved a wine press in the nearby rocks. Then he waited for a harvest. I mean, if you've planted a vineyard, is it not normal to wait for a harvest? Of sweet grapes. But the grapes that grew were bitter. Now, you people of Jerusalem and Judah, you judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard that I have not already done? When I expected sweet grapes, why did my vineyard give me bitter grapes? You know, for some of us in this place, God is saying to you, what else can I do? Why are you giving me wild grapes? Why? I'm not trying to call it wild grapes. I have tended you. I have, I have put walls around you. I have shielded you. I have, I have fertilized your ground. I have set up a watchtower. I have tended you. And it's time for me to get sweet wine from you. But bitter grapes. If you check that God is talking about the people he loves, there's an expectation on your life to produce fruit for God. If you don't know it, if you didn't know it before, know it now. There is an expectation on your life and on my life to produce fruit for God. And God says, I'm not just expecting any fruit. I'm not expecting wild fruit. I'm not expecting bitter fruit. I'm expecting what? Sweet fruit. Sweet fruit. For every life that has not been producing sweet fruit, beginning from today in the name of Jesus, when God checks and takes the fruit of your life, it will be sweet to him. Say amen, my brother. In the name of Jesus. Wild grapes are grapes that are untamable. Wild grapes are grapes that God cannot depend on. Wild grapes are grapes that set the the teeth of God on an edge. Instead of blessing his heart. Wild grapes. Ask yourself. What fruit is my life producing? What am I doing for God? Actually, what, what am I doing for God? What am I doing? If you are not doing anything for God, I want to challenge you to do it. Just, to just take the plunge. If, if you are doing stuff for God, I want you to examine what you are doing. Examine the fruit of what you are doing. Classic example. You lead praise in your house fellowship. Yeah, you are not a worker, but you are serving God in your house fellowship. It's, it's fruit. But 
Is it that every time you come, there's confusion? There are people that you will not greet. Those are sour grapes. You're always in contention. Those are sour grapes. Check. Because I'm praying for you that beginning from today, in every life in God's baby house, when God comes and wants fruit, God will find sweet grapes. In the name of Jesus. The fifth one. And final one. Is the Mara of missed opportunity. The Mara of missed opportunity. There are people that God puts you in a position that you could, even if your whole village were to vote, they will not put you in that position. But you messed it up. I'm praying today that God will turn it around for you. In the name of Jesus. Esau, Genesis 27, 34. Esau was the firstborn. What exactly did he do to become the firstborn? Nothing. In fact, the brother wanted the firstborn from the womb. Held on to his heels. But God still made sure that he broke through first. But, you know, sometimes when you are favored, it is also it's a challenge. Those of us that are really favored, everyone in God's favorite house is totally favored because we are God's favorite people. One of, one of the challenges of being of being heavily favored is <laughs> you, you, the danger is taking it for granted. You think we are the king's kid. Without us, there's no heaven. Hmm. Esau took it for granted. And he paid daily. We will not take it for granted. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus. He paid daily. He lost the birthright to Jacob. Rather, he sold the birthright to Jacob. He disdained what he had. You know, many times, you're anointed. You're like, well, what's the big deal? You know, I mean, God has favored you. Eh, so what? Well, I need to eat, Joe. What is that with me? Look, just let me enjoy myself. We'll talk about that later. He didn't know that at that moment of pleasure, when he willfully sold it to Jacob, that that was when he lost. The, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of teaching and preaching on this and fantastic and great, I mean, exposition, you know. And many, 
teachers I've heard says that Jacob stole the birthright. And I said, did Jacob steal the birthright? He didn't steal it. That's not stealing. That's called transaction. He didn't steal it. He valued it. The other guy didn't value it. Did he buy it for cheap? Yes. But did he pay for it? Yes. Once you've paid for something, it's yours. So when the blessing was about to be given, Esau went and prepared venison at the destruction of his father, wanting to collect the blessing of the birthright he had sold maybe decades ago. Who was the thief? Esau was the thief. <laughs> but because God will be just, Jacob got it. The mom tipped him off, strengthened his heart. Prepared the food for him. He collected the birthright that rightfully belonged to him. I know, I know, I know. It's not conventional school of thought. You know, people are like, what? You know? Then Esau came, and and you know, you know, the way with blessing is this: once it's gone, it's gone. Hey, that's how it works. And he came, and by the time we got, we got to, to verse 34 of Genesis 27, when Esau heard his father's words, what was his words? He says, ah, the blessing has gone. That he, he, he let out a loud and bitter cry. That cry, he should have cried years back. Oh, my father, what about me? Bless me too, he begged. That's the Mara of missed opportunity. Bless me too. Bless me too. Bless me too. You know, God is, 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 is merciful. Even in all, God still gave him a door, a way of escape. When you, when you go to verse 39 of Genesis 27, finally his father Isaac said to him, verse 40, you will live by the sword and you will serve your brother. That doesn't sound very much like a blessing, but listen to this. He says, but when you decide to break free, like today, when you decide to break free, you will shake his yoke off your neck. 
In other words, the first one was given to you. This one, you will earn it. So it means it's not over. 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 It is not over. Every opportunity you have missed today, you are going to shake the yoke off your neck. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 10, 27 says, It shall come to pass on that day, a day like today, that his body shall be taken away from off your shoulders and his yoke from off your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Every mara of missed opportunities in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let the yokes be destroyed and let it be turned to sweetened waters. Let the restlessness that is required be released into your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Let the restlessness that is required, oh God of heaven, to break away from the yoke be released into your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm excited. Let me hide. Let me hide in you. In you there is power. The into the next service but before we pray those prayers if you are here you are saying pastor pastor I need to be born again 
I need to give my life to Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. Oh, I used to be born again. I've backslidden. My life, there's a lot of Mara. I need it to be turned to sweetened waters. The first place is to come to Jesus, to come to the cross. I need to repent. Pray for me. I want to pray for you. Should I come forward? You don't need to come forward. Wherever you are seated, I want to pray for you wherever you are seated. That is me, Pastor. Put up your hand now over your head. God bless you, sir. God bless you over there. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Put it up over your head. God bless you, my sister, over there. That is me. That is me. If you are online, the instructions are scrolling. In Cape Town, lift up your hands. Your pastors will minister to you. God bless you. Go back there. God bless you. That is me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to release my life to Jesus. I want to release my being to Jesus. That never about to pray however three things number one because once we pray we worship and we you know for those that need to go you, you kindly just quietly um, leave and we transition into the next service. Number one, today's your very first time worshiping with us. On your way out, we have a, a gift for you. So on your way out, if you see any of the ushers, they will hand the gift over to your or, or direct you rather to where to, to pick the gift from. Number two, we will prepare our offerings and our tithes. On our way out, or as the ushers pass the basket while the worship goes on, or on your way out, you will give your offering and your, and your tithe. And number three, you give your life to Jesus, and you have the white card. If you feel that card, I want to give you a book for free, New Creation Reality. So on your way out, just give the ushers the card. They will give you the book. No questions asked. Just, where's my book? They will give you the book. The free book, we are not holding you. Is that okay? Let's kindly rise on our feet.
every mara of missed opportunities, let them be turned to sweetened waters. Now, in the name of Jesus, let's lift up our voices and let us let us pray from your heart. You're praying for yourself. You're praying for yourself. My father, every mara of missed opportunity, let them be turned to sweetened waters in my life. Now, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. So we're going to say, Father, every mara of hard labor, let them be turned to sweetened waters. I will plant and I will eat thereof. I will build and I will inhabit no longer will I build for another to inhabit. No longer will I plant for another to eat. Let's lift up our voices in the name of Jesus. My Father, every matter of hard labor, let it come to an end in my life. In the name of Jesus, every matter of hard labor, let it come to an end in your church. Gospel me house, in the name of Jesus, no longer will I plant for another to eat. No longer will I build for another to inhabit. I will plant and I will eat the fruit thereof. I will build and I will inhabit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The marrow of art labor comes to an end in my life, in the name of Jesus. The marrow of Isa Kayesaha of art labor comes to an end in your church in the name of Jesus. Oh, my yes, my yes, I live by Oh, my father, oh, thank you, father. Oh, thank you, my father. Thank you, Jesus. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. They're going to say, Father, every matter of misstepping, every bitterness in my life caused because I took the wrong step. Have mercy upon me. Turned into sweeting water, my Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's lift up our voices. And let us pray. Every mara of misstepping. Oh my God, my Lord, and my God. Oh. Turn into sweetened waters. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. So I'm going to say, Father, every mara of no helper, let it come to an end. Let it be turned to sweetened waters. In the name of Jesus, let's lift up our voices and let us pray. Send us help from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. In the name of Jesus, make me a helper of other people's destinies. In the north, in the south, in the east, in the west. Oh, my Father, pray for yourself. Father, make me a helper of destinies. In the name of Jesus, and send me helpers, oh God. Ma Bohase from your sanctuary. Mazokala yesa mahanda yede. Oh, zakari matosa handa yede bokoshaha. Thank you, Father. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Now the final prayers. I'm going to say, Father, in any way, the grapes of my life, the fruits of my life, have been bitter to you. I am sorry. I turn today and I ask, turn every fruit in my life into sweetened waters into sweetened grapes in the name of Jesus let's lift up our voices and let us pray no longer will my life cause you bitterness no longer will my life oh God cause you pain let the fruits of my life be pleasing to you my father let the fruits of every life in this place be pleasing to you in the name of Jesus. Kazeba bakayese li mahandi yata kayese. Oh bakayese mahandi yata boko zahanaya. Oh zahata li andaki azava. Mahande ki azava And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Father, I've done what you've told us to do. I've done what you told me to do. Let there be a performance in the lives of your people. You take all the glory. You take all the honor. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You are here. Let's worship God with me. That's all. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you.